Greetings, my excellent friends, and welcome back to the San Dimas School of Film podcast. Join us on our most excellent adventure through time as we discuss all genres of film. My name is Tim, and with me in the booth, as always, is Jules, Al, and Brad. How are the three of you? Woo! Bon Jovi. I'm so excited. This is this is a big moment, guys. Um, I'm like legitimately excited. Yeah. I was nervous. <laughs> yeah, I'm, look, I'm still nervous. From these four million ever. messages that came through on our messenger yesterday, Al. Yeah, we, we know you were nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, My phone was literally on. sitting on a bench going bing, 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 <laughs> all day. <laughs> uh, um, it's a big day. Uh, look, one of the biggest moments has happened in the last, well, for us in Australia here, um, in the last, uh, what is it now? Maybe last week or so it's been released here. A couple of days. Couple the of days. big third film of the Bill and Ted trilogy, Bill and Ted Face the Music, is out. And we figured, look, we got to do this in style. Um, so we've got some two very special guests with us today. Uh, we know that the Bill and Ted related podcast, themed podcast universe is huge. And we've managed to get top of the echelon. We've managed to get, we've managed to get top of the ladder guests in today. We've got both Jason and Kelly from the most excellent podcast, San Dimas, today, all the way from Nashville. How are you, boys? Dudes, it is so great to be here. Yeah. It is so great to be here. I mean, when the San Dimas School of Film calls you and says, "Hey, you want to be on our podcast?" You're- Yes, win. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Welcome. The elder statement well, of San Dimas name podcast. I mean. Dudes, thanks for having us. This yeah. is awesome. That, yeah. Oh, look, we we we're super impressed to have you guys on board. Yeah, thank you so much. I think we're we're really doing our best together to create this category of a podcast with San Dimas in the title. Um, <laughs> yes, we're at least there's at least so three of us that, that we know of. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have an That's extended. More than I thought. We we have an extended universe. There, there's this fantastic lady who actually lives in San Dimas. Isabel in San Dimas is her podcast, and her podcast is all about San Dimas. And uh, she had us on to talk about the Bill and Ted movie. So we are now like in an extended universe. You guys have podcast cousins that. now. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the, uh, look, the next convention that's on, we'll try and make it. Um, uh, and uh, we'll see how we go. But look, we couldn't make the last one, but that's all right. Look, fair, fair. And we're not allowed out of our suburb here at the moment. Yeah. So getting out of the country is going to be a bit of a while. Um, so look for those that haven't read the title of the episode we are doing Bill and Ted Face the Music today which is a bit of a it's a bit of a San Dimas first we don't usually do new films but clearly this is a big exception for us so um, we're looking forward to it so we've got a little bit of it we're going to try and do some non-spoilers first just because it is still out and a lot of people haven't seen it yet Um, but yeah look just a bit of disclaimer clearly we don't do that here so it could go either way, so <laughs> to at your own risk, but we will do our best to keep it spoiler-free at the start for you guys. Um, before, Jules, you hit the booth, uh, look, it's important here at the San Dimas School of Film that we acknowledge and are grateful to our first storytellers, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, the traditional custodians of the unceded lands that we are recording on. Let's hit that booth and let's go. Gentlemen, we're history. All right. Um, 
Now, it's this is a very important segment and probably the most important segment we're ever going to have. And Brad, I hope you're prepared because it's 2020 and it's time for... History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. We're going back to nowhere. <laughs> yeah, a couple yeah. of weeks ago. We're already here. We're already here. <laughs> Yay. What a time to be alive. Not. Um, all right. So 2020. Well, what a year it's been. Um, we started off with uh, Trump trying to start World War Three with the Russians. Um, You're thankfully welcome. There was, yeah, right. <laughs> thankfully, something got in his way and that sort of didn't happen. And then pretty much straight after that, Australia decided to basically set itself on fire. Um, so we had the uh, the terrible fires that basically raged up the, the east coast um, of probably nothing that we've ever seen in, in well, at least colonised history before in this country. There was just just absolutely horrendous the amount of, of land that was that was burnt and um it was it was pretty crazy times um the, the smoke and everything was terrible and then mm. just as that sort of settled <coughs> then someone in china ate a bat and um <laughs> and or depending on which conspiracy theory you want to go you know that the uh, the you know the human made virus was released to the public um, it's because they released 5G, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's obviously time, 5G. <laughs> and here we are, yeah. and um, and the world is a changed place, and it's never going to be the same, and it's just wow, wow. It's pretty much we need <laughs> Bill and Ted to you know to get this song organised because the world is falling apart, just like yeah. the movie. It's pretty amazing. Well, time, yeah, yeah. Like, pretty much, yeah. pretty much. Um, so that's uh, that's that's 2020, but. There's some very interesting things that I found about this film. So, the official release date was the 10th of September. So, what was that? Four days ago. Not yeah. Yeah. Here. here. In Australia, yeah. I don't know. It's just got, <laughs> according to IMDb, it says release date, September 10. Well, when did you guys we get got it? The Before we September 10, I'm guessing. 28th, August 28th. We got it on the, or August 28th yep. was when it eventually was released. Originally scheduled and slated to be released August 21st. 2020 which was excellent because if you add 8 and 21 and 20 and 20 <laughs> together you get 69 so yeah uh, <laughs> that's brilliant it was great it was great and then it got bounced around a bunch and ended yeah. up uh, we got it a week later so we can't complain compared to what you guys had to go through yeah. so yeah well, that's <laughs> it. yeah um jules aspect ratio Oh jeez, two, three, nine to one. Well done. There we go. Woo! He's getting good. <laughs> That's what I've got. That's one. <laughs> so many guesses. All right. So this was basically known as uh, Bill and Ted face the music everywhere, even in the French part of Canada. Um, so the, one of the only countries where it wasn't known as uh, face the music was Germany, where it was just called Bill and Ted Three. Um, oh, a few of the simple. Latin. Efficient. It's very German, very Teutonic. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it's straight to the point, isn't it? Um, yeah, <laughs> and uh, the only other country I can see where it was known something different was in New Zealand. It was called Bill and Ted Face the Music, bro. <laughs> Sorry, New Zealand. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I like isn't that. it? Would it be brew? Brew. It's choice. Oh, Bill and Ted Face the Music, brew. Oh, it's choice brew. Oh, choice brew. Not hate to see. Oh, I like That's it. it. That's history, Brad. So yeah, twenty twenty. It's basically a shit year. <laughs> I got more I could add, but no. Well summarized. Yeah. Good segment. Yeah, it's a good segment. <laughs> exactly good segment. <laughs> 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 All 
So yeah, from uh, from our guys in Nashville, what's what's it like over there at the moment? Like um, under everything, what what sort of conditions are you in? Because we're on stage four lockdown, where you know you're allowed out for an hour a day to go shopping. You're not allowed anyone in your house. Um, you're only allowed to go wanna... five k's from your house if you do go out. I want to talk yeah, about well, the just... <laughs> well, you know, you know, here in the states, everything runs red or blue, right? You're you're either either it's a hoax or yeah. or you're taking it seriously. Uh, I live in a little bit more of a serious bubble, uh, but it doesn't exist where Jason is out in the suburbs. It's uh, it's a shit show. No, it's it's uh, it, it is a complete shit show out where I live. Like we we refuse to send my daughter back into public schools. You you mm-hmm. you got morons throwing Labor Day parties with like just yeah. massive barbecues. People theaters are open here. If you want to go see a movie, go for it. Who cares, right? I mean, it's a hoax. <laughs> Don't don't let the Democrat-controlled government, which, by the way, we're we're controlled by Republicans, right? Don't let the Democrat-controlled government (laughs) stop you from exercising your freedoms. It's it's insanity. We are in we are in the upside down. It is Wonderland. We are through the looking glass. It is. Yep. It's great to it's great to talk about Bill and Ted. I'll say that it's great to talk about Bill and Ted. (laughs) Yeah. We have a. Let's just get Kang and Kodos into the yeah. into the White House. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> we've you know been, what? That's, that's told... actually probably a decent option. And on that note, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that's laughs> Bill and Ted. Bill can and I, Ted. Can I, ask, Party on. can I ask any of you guys how? Like, I got so <laughs> super excited as soon as the Orion logo came up. I was just yeah. like, yeah. 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 The needles. I was totally. just like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. I was like, so. I can't board. believe this is happening. Yeah. yeah. Because look, when we started, we didn't we didn't know this was happening. You know, we just we needed a hook for our podcast, and we all enjoy this yeah. film, enjoy these original film. And we're like, yeah, let's. This will be fun. This will be light and you know breezy. And now we are we are Trump's America. We are way too <laughs> like we are. You know, like I don't think either, any of us had pictured. Living in a world with a third film, where that actually follow through and make sure, it. No. sure. Uh, same with, same with Kelly and I, and we were looking for a podcast, and we wanted to do something that was something that was special to to Kelly and I, like central to our friendship. And Bill and Ted is is one of those things. And we had done a search of podcast stuff, and we saw you guys, and we're like, oh, we can't do this. And we we listened to a few, and we're like, okay, <laughs> they've got a great aesthetic, but they are not like doing the deep dive into these two movies, you know? Like you guys were, yeah, so yeah. we felt comfortable moving forward with our our stuff. Um, but so yeah, I'm glad it worked out for all of us. But we we also had we had no idea that the third one was ever actually going to get made. We were just like. Let's see if we can talk to somebody about how the cereal got made. Who knows? What, whatever, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's one of those things where, and, where like, you know, when, when the announcement of the third movie came out, like when they said they're actually going to do it, you know, you have that moment of cringiness. You're like, oh, this is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not going to be good. This, like, this never turns out well when they, they reboot something like this. Mm. But, you know, like... I think they did it pretty well. They did yeah. well. That's too much sure, away. we need to get into that. Whoa. Come on, okay. guys. I'm nervous. Yeah. Here we go. Oh man. <laughs> now, my first thought, I got about I got about maybe 10 minutes in and I'm like, I don't think Brad's going to like this. Really? And you're Just right. Straight up. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> I'm on really? board, by the way. Oh. Oh my goodness. I am on board with this. Wait, are you on board with the movie yeah. or are you on board with Brad's? No, so, apologies. I've I've watched this movie three times since it came out, and I'm ah, yeah. I'm okay. a fan. 
I, I tell you, like, man, I, I, my first note besides the Orion uh, logo coming up was it literally took me three seconds of music to be completely on board with this movie. Right? <laughs> like, the music, like, you get this wailing guitar starts playing and I'm just like, oh, I'm hooked. I'm, I'm definitely on board with this. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, good. Yeah, I'm too deep now. And, and it, yeah. The first one I was like, oh, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think I was like so wound up in the moment and the anticipation and it was rather uneventful. Like I just was watching it on my iPad with my headphones on in my house. Like, you know, the kids were down. It wasn't very eventful and I'm like, oh, this is this is happening. And I got to the end. I'm like, yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, and then I went back and watched it again last night and I'm like, yeah, yeah. this is terrific. <laughs> like terrific. this is exactly what it, it's, it's exactly what it needed to to be like it you know it wasn't trying to be the best film ever made it was trying to be a bill and ted film yeah and it right. nailed it yeah it, it yeah totally it's an imperfect movie that's the perfect addition to the bill and ted right, franchise right. you know i'm 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 Spot right on. there with you in your yeah. viewing experience you know jason and i it was very different for us when it dropped like the night of the 27th like at 11 p.m our time in the u.s here uh i was i was like you i was just by myself in a room. I was really tired. It had been a long day. I watched it and I was so underwhelmed. I felt bad. I, did, I couldn't even text Jason back until the next morning. <laughs> and and he absolutely loved it. And then I watched it again. And I loved it. I, I like the, the I, I, I was sitting there like we, I, my wife and I stayed up late. We had the kids down. I had a glass of wine. I had it on my big screen TV, like total dark, like with a good sound system. And by the end, I was just crying tears nice. of joy because it was exactly what I wanted, right? It was just like... I was exactly the same. I was totally shedding a tear into my. End. I was like, oh my God. It was just delightful. Yeah. Just delightful. Uh, absolutely. And I, I will say, like, when they announced that it was actually happening, I, I, don't, I didn't have the fear necessarily because, um, like, Kelly and I had looked into this and we talked to folks and we talked to Chris Matheson and we knew that, like, the writers yeah, had been yep. working on this for over 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that it was finally announced and, like, it was both Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon with Ed Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves, none of those four needed to do a third Bill and Ted. Like, Keanu Reeves wasn't like, ah, oh, I really need a paycheck, right? Like, let me go back and do yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and Alex Winter, too. I mean, he's, like, uh, making yeah. solid documentaries. Yeah. He's so been, the fact that, that the four stunning, of yeah. them were on board for so long I, I had, yeah. we both had pretty good faith that it was going to be right. worth seeing and worth doing. So, and Alan, so really yeah. quickly, yep. Yep. I was just going to, I was just going to say, did anybody spot Ed Solomon and Chris Matheson? Yeah. Did anybody see oh, yeah. them? Yeah. Yeah. They actually make yeah, totally. two appearances kind of, obviously as, as the, as the demons, mm-hmm. but if you, <laughs> at the very beginning, when the, they're showing the charts, the album charts, if you you know freeze frame it as they scroll down the charts as the Bill and Ted album drops down, you'll actually see uh, there's an album called the the Ziggy Pig Waiters. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're on the oh, charts. I can't remember where catch. they were on the charts, that's but great. there's an album called that the, the Ziggy Pig Waiters. That's a deep Easter egg. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well yeah, done, sir. Like that, that start. I was I was freeze framing the start. I even read the articles <laughs> that that had been written about them. So not very nice, <laughs> right? Right. But, so if uh, we was, if we go process. into spoiler free to start with, maybe we talk about general thoughts, but we we'll also talk about acting performances, that sort of stuff, just to try and keep it. Yeah, definitely. Fairly. I don't think I don't think the devil's like is too much of a spoiler for people. No. <laughs> can I can no, I no, get 
Brad, can I get your your initial disappointment? You know, like, give us your story. <clears throat> so... F- <laughs> And then you can. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I got washing to do, and you know, and bread to make has been all. Um, look, I've been very, very worried about this since the announcement. I didn't think that there needed to be a third film um, at all. So I was very worried about that it was just going to be this half-assed, just paycheck sort of you know, needed thing or contractual obligations or something like that film with, with, with no love sort of like what I'm sort of expecting the next Ghostbusters film to be as well. And, and oh now now's our chance to reboot and get new characters involved and so forth. Um, so I was worried about that. And so I came in with very, very low expectations and realistically fellas, for me, my low expectations were met. Um, for me, this film had absolutely nothing. There was no character development other than we knew who Bill and Ted were. All the side characters, so Jimi Hendrix and all those guys, you know, we didn't know, we didn't get introduced to them properly. We, there was no character arcs on these people. They were just there and they just did their thing and they left, not like in the other films where they were part of the film and they had conversations and, and you know, there was there was funny bits and pieces. I don't think I laughed once in this entire film. Um, and look, I did watch wow. the carryover beforehand, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't help. You know, you've um, changed my mind. You're yeah. right. Never mind. <laughs> Screw this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just, I was just completely and utterly just. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be, and it was just really, really disappointing. And just, I just didn't think that this film needed to be made, and I still don't think it needs to be made. And I'm probably never going to watch it again. I'm not wow. going to say it's taken anything away from the first two. Obviously, you know, Bill and Ted 1 was just the fantastic film it was. 2 was still really good, not quite the first one. But this one, on the, on the same level, it just dropped off the cliff. And this is shit. It was shit. You know, oh, wow. You know, <laughs> oh I, I felt the same way about Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. Still haven't seen it because 100%. everyone said don't, don't, don't watch it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, people, well, people maybe in the same you know, like, text as that. That's kind of what I was kind of expecting it to be. And for mm. me, unfortunately, this is what it is. What it was terrible. Absolutely. Yeah, terrible. sure. No, look, I I get it. Like, I feel like you know it it definitely reflected the budget. Like a lot of the um, like all the future scenes. You know, it was very sort of pantomime-y, I think. Yeah, but 100%. The second time around... in between bits was... and pieces, and nothing made real great sense. And... Do you know what's super funny about that future scene, though, is that when they first arrive in the future, they, they get out of the modern pod egg booth thing, um, and there's, there's a, a structure in the background. It's like this tall spire thing. It's got like a round, um, another round bit to it. And I was like, that looks really familiar. Like, it's obviously supposed to look really future special effects. And I'm like, I know what that is. It's it's the structure that's off the Barcelona uh, Olympic Stadium from 1992. <laughs> and I looked it up. I had to check it. I was like, I saw this because I, I was there last year. And I'm like, that looks so familiar. So I started going through my photos. And yep, there it is. Wow. I'm like, they've used this, this spire <laughs> thing off the 1992 stadium in the future of Bill and Ted. Yeah, I was like, goodness. Like, amazing. What are the odds of that? You pick up oh, some weird like, stuff. pretty Rain Man stuff there, Jules. I know. I know. My, my <laughs> yeah. mind just locks onto the most random thing. Yeah, we know. <laughs> oh. Look, I, um, I thought um, Alex Winter was fantastic. Yeah. I, th- I thought Keanu was a little wooden, but it's Keanu, I know. 
But in yeah. terms of, and I think you know, I'll probably go into it a little bit later about that because I feel like his his story over the last twenty odd years has been, it feels like it's been quite different to to Bill's in a sense. In terms yeah, of his, in, in I a, kind of felt in, that as well in a personal turmoil and that sort of thing. But uh, like I, I read somewhere that Alex Winter went back to do some acting classes for this because I think he's isn't he mostly a director or something yep. now? Like he's. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he does a lot of docos and producing. And it goes and... back to what you were saying, Jason, before about how, you know, they they just didn't want it to be bad. Like you could tell that, you know, with the the, the amount of time it took for them to write it and the, the fact that they got literally everyone back on board is a testament to that they all thought that it was a good idea and that it worked. And I, yeah, look, I, my first viewing was kind of similar to you, Al. Like I was, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. It's it was fine, you know. And then I kept thinking about it, and I and I, I wanted to watch it again. And I thought, okay, well, I I don't want to leave it. I don't want to shelve it. So <laughs> something's in there. And I did laugh quite a few times through it the first time. But then after that, like the next two times I watched it, I was loving it. I was just I was like it had my attention the whole time. I was just there, there's this yeah. I, there's a couple things I want to address here, if you don't, if you guys don't mind. So first, go for it, Alex and Keanu. I think you're absolutely right. I think Alex Winter totally carries this movie, right? Like his infectious joy from Bill is right there, and it's not mm. like it's missed a beat yeah. over the past thirty years. Keanu Reeves, um, I still think he did a fine job. I think he and we'll get into this later, but Ted's character is carrying a little bit more emotional heft than Bill's is. I think the real problem here is. We have 30 additional years of watching Keanu Reeves play characters on screen. Sure. So when Ooh, when, yeah, when we, know when we see Keanu more. Reeves now, we see John Wick, we see Neo, we see uh, yep. whatever that dude from Speed is. But, you know, like, he's got this, he's <laughs> built this presence. Constantine. Yeah, he, and Constantine. He's, he's, got <laughs> oh, yeah. a, he's got this mystique about him, right? Like, he's reached almost a Tom Cruise level of stardom where we don't necessarily see the character he's playing. We see him. And sure. a shade yeah. of a character. Well, and, and so yeah. I think like there's. A, go ahead. Well, no, I was just gonna say we we talked about. I, I think there's how we've been viewing him, and we've we've discussed this. And then, you know, I would question what it's like for Keanu to get back in the headspace of Ted, too. You know, I I think Ooh. there's some middle ground between the performance <laughs> and then how the role was written, because I do think Ted was clearly the the more depressed of the two in this, this film, which was interesting. I thought, mm. mm-hmm. yeah. And he says that at some mm. point, you know, he says, Hey man, I'm really tired. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah. he's the one that, that right. fails. First. Yeah. He's like, I've had enough of this, you know, and you can see it. Like he feels much right. more tired. Mm. Right. Is, is, is that a total spoiler? Really driving, is that- <laughs> driving this agenda. I don't, I don't think so. Like Ted, yeah, Ted, Ted in the, in the preview, Ted says, dude, I'm tired. So if it's in the preview, it's not a spoiler. That, yeah. That's my line right there. Yeah. But that, that scene in the garage when Ted's talking about, you know, the Les Paul taking to the music shop, like it just tears your heart out. I'm mm-hmm. just like, man, like yeah. you really feel for him, you know, like they've just like he said, he's been banging his head against the wall for so long. Um and it just kills you. Like I was just like, Oh no, don't do that, man. Like don't don't trade in your guitar and like no spoilers, <laughs> yeah. but um yeah. It just, yeah, it just guts you, you know? The other, Awful. The other thing I wanted to address is, like, I think we all kind of had this, and maybe we addressed it in different ways, but watching this movie the first time, it was like, 
seeing like a long lost friend that you hadn't seen in 20 years and and you're like okay i'm gonna go meet this dude for a drink is he like a total asshole now right you know we haven't talked in forever i really want to like reconnect like we were but there's that trepidation and then you meet you're like having these conversations where you're kind of talking around stuff and then after a few drinks it's like oh you know like it's okay to open my heart to these people and i think the after watching this movie, especially like we're, we're all older now, right? We came into Bill and Ted probably a lot earlier in our lives. So revisiting something this, this magical and seminal from our, our youth and being afraid it's going to suck, our guard was up. And then like mm. watching it the first time, five out of six of us, um, you know, like realized it didn't completely <laughs> suck. And then we were able to open up a little bit more about it and then like truly appreciate the fun and the, the joy of it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, and I, I think it really carried through the innocence that is such a beacon yeah. of the first two that is just like, like they're not complicated films. They're ridiculous and family-friendly mm. and they're not super deep. And so I feel like, yeah, this did match. Yeah. The vibe, sure. I and guess what what we wanted, yeah, the vibe. You know, I, I, think, uh, I think gripes about character development are legitimate. I think uh I think that there were there there could have been a little bit better give and take with the subplots and I'm sure some stuff we know in fact some stuff got, you know, cut because a Bill and Ted movie can't be longer than an hour and a half. Uh and I think that Yeah. You, you know, I I, I, I maybe I may, <laughs> I maybe would have traded you know uh, a subplot to make another one better, something like that. Uh yeah, it's tricky because there was a lot happening in this mm. film. Like compared to the other two, there's a lot, there's a lot more mm-hmm. strings to tie up at and, the end. Like character development of Bill and Ted film, though. I want to, I want to just <laughs> address this for a second because the first two movies, Bill and Ted, are indistinguishable between each other, right? Like Bill, it, it's not yeah. Bill and Ted; it's Bill and Ted, and like they they are the mm. same unit, the same entity, and. All the changes between the the at the end of the first movie, spoilers for a uh, uh, you know thirty one year old movie. Um, they they decide that they need to eventually learn to play their instruments, right? And then at the end of the second movie, they decide to go learn and play their instruments, and that that's like it. That's their character development, right? They, they, they don't develop as characters because they they are who they are. Sure. And in this yeah. one, yeah. They actually do have a little bit of character behind them, like uh, right. e- yeah. even if it's it's like how they view themselves. But they 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 have some shadings that makes them a little bit different, right? Mm. Yeah, and seeing their other versions sort of amplifies that more. Like, no, we have to go win back our our partners and make all this right like and that other you you know like i like that sort of callback uh-huh. to the other ones that that other you right. was a real dick <laughs> like yeah. um that sort of stuff when through. it comes to historical folks you know daughters uh the princesses which were never developed which f- fair enough you know i don't think we we're ever going to get character development of the princesses um but but uh you know yeah. and, and again i don't want to get too spoilery here but uh you know the the adventures that that you know the established you know wh- wh- whatever you have socrates billy the kid uh napoleon probably the three most developed uh historical persons of significance um mm-hmm. 
you know, you, you have those like initial adventures that really, I think, play into the character later. And there was maybe like a scene or two I could have used. Not a deal breaker. Uh, like we've all been saying, the multiple viewing is what did it for me. That, that maybe helped kind of correct anything I thought was lacking. Uh, there, there wasn't a scene and the, the, the film really could have used this. This would have gone a long way. There was no analog to Socrates or Socrates and Billy the Kid tossing around a Nerf football. You know, like right. yeah. that is one of those yeah. special things that happens in the first movie that solidifies that crew of historical personages. Right. <laughs> we didn't mm. get that in, in yeah. this one. Which is then which is then solidified. Yeah, more exactly. When you see exactly. them all yeah. interacting. But with but in this one, you've got Bill and Ted doing their thing. And then the princesses turn up occasionally. And then you've got the daughters doing their whole thing. Yeah. There's a lot, you know, like there's a lot going on. Now, I think in the standard like reboot and, you know, they've all been about passing the torch to the next generation. Like we've seen that before, which is what that daughter's storyline was all about. But you don't have, you don't have those multiple storylines in the other films. Like the closest you got was what was happening uh, with Denomalous in future yeah. San Dimas. Yeah. And then, and then we're still right. following Bill and Ted, and the, and obviously the first film is literally all about Bill and Ted on this well, adventure. The, the it's first, just, there's a the first lot one you got Bill on. and Ted right, and then you got Napoleon. S- second one, yeah, you, you've got Bill and Ted, and then Evil Bill and Ted and Denomalos, and then the third one you, you split it up a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Is how I view it. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They just seem like heaps going and, on, and not enough concentration just, like, on any of them. Right. This might, was my issue. It was like, mm. I, yeah. I had no care for the daughters. I had no care for anything else. <laughs> just, I don't know. So it's just too It's like a, as I said, it's just, it was as underwhelming as I expected. Wow. Sure. Just, the, the daughters grew on me like, yeah, they yeah. more the second time. <laughs> like the, the performances got a lot, for some reason, got a lot more nuanced. You can pay attention. You're yeah. a little bit freer to like, open up. You, well, you see Samara weaving doing mm, that. Yeah. I you know when she's excited, right? You know? well, yeah. You, you catch their like their musical references <laughs> and and just the you know they don't have a lot of scenes, but it was the repeat viewings where I caught those like those musical references they have, where, it, I, well, that's it's going to be a spoiler. I can't I can't say anymore. Okay, I'm just saying yeah. repeat Should viewings. Spoil? No, let's no, okay. yeah, let's do it. Let's go. But yeah. you know you you just you basically get the gist. Like okay, they love music. They 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 know it. You know. And by the oh, end of the movie, minutes. they're like, you know, the the great arrangers. I call them the arrangers. Not really the writers, but they were the arrangers. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, death is the writer, technically. Featuring. Oh, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. They, death death is writing. And they, they're all writing, and, and the, the, the daughters are just arranging what the others have written. So, But they arranged mm. the greatest mm. song of all time. Yeah. Or the song that brought everybody together. Yeah, but isn't that kind of yeah, isn't exactly. that the whole point that it's that it's not right. just two people yeah. that wrote yeah. it? It's, Look, it's the arrangement. I'm, I'm going to say the the one thing that I did like was because I'm thinking it's like how are they going to write the greatest song and and then how are they going to portray that without us hearing you know the greatest song ever done? So I like the twist about well, it was the unification of the world. It's not about the song. It was about the unification. Yeah. And it was yeah. like I went okay. Yeah, that's all right. We we called. But if you guys are saying that they took ten years to write this film, (laughs) Mm. 
<laughs> it was a side project on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. oh no! Oh no! This is not. This is not ten years worth of film development. <laughs> oh no! Oh, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. All right. Look, let's just start spoiling it. Uh, we're, we're already yeah. kind of there anyway. So <laughs> I think I just did. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I just want to ask, who? What did you guys think of the uh, the wedding song? The uh, Loved it. part one of the. I was so on board with it, especially the throat singing. I was just like, oh my, this is going somewhere. I like. I love throat singing. And as soon as he started doing it, I was just like, I am on board with. Have this. you listened to the full song? Um, yeah, I didn't know there was a. So you can actually listen to the real song. I spoke because there would be a soundtrack to yeah, it. Yeah, it's the, on Spotify. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, I have to check it out. I haven't, I haven't looked into it yet. It, it, and it's actually really good. On yeah. the, like the recording on it is um, great. Keanu awesome. took theremin lessons. Uh, I did read. He, he took theremin lessons. Really? That's the instrument yeah, where you right. place your hands and it changes the tone. Yeah, it's really neat. Yeah, right. it's, it's, it's fun to play. That's awesome. It's very hard to play well. I, uh, I totally dug one. You know, like coming back into this universe the updated booth sounds and visuals yeah. were like breathtaking like the sound was so good and the clunk on the ground and the electric and and when they're thudding through the circuits of time i was just like oh this is so <laughs> the, fact that, the fact that bill knew to hit it like he knew to just oh come on get working <laughs> give it a whack thing, you know? like, <laughs> piece of junk yeah yeah yeah, I mean, obviously, it's it's you see that it's it's an old booth because it's bouncing it off the the you know the, yeah um, yeah off, the, off tube. the tube. You know, it's like it's having a really hard time. So obviously, they were happy to retire the old phone booth and go with the fancy egg pod thing. Right. Oh, I'll okay. just say, I, I love that they played that as like it's a museum antique that they hijack. That was great. I mean, it's it's a very classic kind of caper. Like I, I feel like a, a lot of movies have done that. You know, like steal the that one piece that's in the museum that will help them. I can't think of any movies. Nothing comes to mind, but I know there's a lot of movies like Pick that. a Destiny. Pick a Destiny. Yeah, things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 you know they're not setting uh, any new storylines there. National it's been done treasure. a few times. National Treasure, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. No, that's like that's a documentary, yeah. dude. That's a documentary. <laughs> 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 to two, two Americans living in the in the South of America. That is that is one hundred percent documentary right there. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, I noticed. So you guys, you uh, you guys will be more on this than us. But all the all the great ones were all someone right they, they, they were all, all weren't like it was like uh, you had the the great leader um uh right later yeah right Truman's exactly bum. yeah and then second, second appearance for us with her and then holland taylor yeah, yeah. that's that's her and then you had win butler from the arcade fire yeah. and i think that's like the only right. like two major ones that were actually people I, we could be okay. wrong i could be wrong and totally missing that i mean, I mean they're all people they're all people and, because I know, yeah. so, <laughs> <laughs> I mean they're, yeah, all they're all people yeah. and they're all great <laughs> they're all great yeah well, they're all great, uh, but I noticed the one on the very right, looking at them, looked particularly like she was dressed like Death was dressed when oh, he was in oh, heaven. Okay. Like she had this, <laughs> yeah. this yeah. big hat and this like oh, apron thing on. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I wonder her. if that was intentional. Oh, that's, yeah. That's did uh, did anyone? I did get a little bit confused, and I was trying to understand. So they're. Tr- Obviously, Bill and Ted are going into the future and they're obviously discovering these versions of themselves that aren't going very well. Obviously, they keep running into the same Bill and Ted in different times. But these guys in the future, the Bill and Ted in the future, they're having a really rough time. You know, like the police are after them. And I kind of got a bit confused. I was trying to understand. I mean, are they... 
you know, they're transversing between different realities and they're running into versions of versions of themselves that I they don't that. want to be. Yeah. That's kind of what I was getting, that they're almost reality traveling because they do kind of mention different realities a couple of times. They do. And I, I think I've got this, I, I think I've got this pinned down. Kelly, do you have a, a theory or? A theory? Well. I'm pointing at you on the screen. Well, you, you know, you're putting me on the spot here, but I think. You, oh, I'm sorry, dude. I, no, it's <laughs> fine. It, you know, we. <laughs> We would have thought we'd be so. We went about in. We went into the movie really thinking it would be alternate realities. That would be the thing. Yes, um, I agree. But then it sort of seemed in the movie it was basically different versions of the same Bill and Ted in the future. Uh, but what threw me for a loop was when they get to the oldest version, which is the best version, and that scene where they're talking to Ooh. their older self, oldest mm. selves, is is the best in the movie. I think. I love it. And how much does he look like? Yeah. Oh Preston yeah, in the old yeah, age makeup, yeah, all like kinds a, of hints of granny. It was so familiar. <laughs> it's where it's where Alex Winter shines, I reckon, in old Bill. Oh, I just oh loved yeah. Old Bill. Evidently, dude loves being in prosthetics. Like he lives yeah. for it. So like this wow. this entire movie, like he was like put put more muscle on my muscle suit, right? I, I just oh, want more. Just want more. Suit. Just want more. Oh. And Keanu's like. Eh. But like he ate that shit up. And if have you guys ever watched Freaked? Yeah. Have you guys seen Freaked? No. Oh, you've got to see Freaked. Watch Freaked. Yeah. It, it's it, it's uh, directed and written by Alex Winter. Um, uh, it's it's right Sadler's after Bogus Journey, right? And, yeah, and Keanu has an uncredited yeah, right. part in it, and it's it's it is oh, a nice. weird ass <laughs> movie, but it is so fun. You can find it on YouTube. Awesome. Like, Hang on a second. Is that a request? <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, yeah, you got a request, guys. You got a request. There it is. Tick done. That's it. Problem solved. Episode. Fantastic. But um, uh, the uh, you I, know, I'll, I was just go. gonna say, going back to the multiple realities thing, uh, you, it, it seemed that that was really the journey of the wives, and not Bill and Ted. But then there just wasn't yeah. much to the wives' story. Now I don't know if you. I'm no, not no. sure if there's a debate there with the Bill and Ted's. If it was, you know, alternate reality so it, or not. It's not clear in the movie, but this this is what I think happened. Yeah. And this is what I think it is. So when they leave the first, like, when they visit those intermediate Bill and Ted's, that's a reality where the princesses have left them forever. And mm. by the time they visit them when they're 90-some years old, the princesses have returned and realized, oh, we, we had a happy life together. We needed to stay with you because... This is the happiest that we were. So those two intermediate times, princesses were gone. Different reality, Bill and Ted's. Okay. and that- So they've almost kind of created a permanent loop yeah. where yeah. the old Bill and Ted's and the old princesses have gone back in time to ensure that young Bill and Ted get set on the right path to save humanity and et cetera, et cetera. And they, and they make all the right choices, mm-hmm. so which dead. means that they then grow up and they do the same thing. And, it, and it's like an infinite cycle kind of thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. This is where interesting. This is where the time travel thing starts to get weird because I think we've spoken about it before when there was this great documentary on time travel and I actually credited like the Bill and Ted going back in time was probably the best as accurate as time travel could be on a scientific level with against yeah. all the other time travel films. Right. But that's because they went back. So when you go forward in time, anything you do now affects what happens into the future. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. look, I know they tried to touch yeah. that by the fact that everyone that they saw in the future knew that they'd gone forward and knew that it was them coming and this, mm. but it just, 
I don't know, it just didn't seem as smart as some of the other ones, you know. As, mm. as we said, like, a lot of guys have, have said that, okay, your Bill and Ted, as crazy as, you know, and as, as fun as the film is, have actually been about as correct as what we think time travel would be. Um, even on some serious time travel films where they haven't yeah. got it right. Um, and I yeah. just, I don't know, the, the yeah, moving, the going that. forward thing just seemed to be, it didn't, they didn't seem to sort of, like, take as much attention to it. Like, I don't know if they actually did any attention to it in the first film, they just fluked it and got it right. But, um, which is highly possible, yeah. more probable than anything. But, um, yeah, I don't know. That's another thing that lost me. It's like, yeah, I'm just not, I'm not buying this. I'm just not buying it. Mm. I, I think I the re- different reality thing was really good because like, you know, in not really in Bogus Journey, but definitely in the first one, they are like always in the past. That's where their focus is, you know, like it's things that already happened and, no matter what they do in the past, they can't change what happens. Like Sandemus clock is always ticking. Whereas I think somebody at the end of Face the Music actually says, uh, kind of like uh, Doc Brown at the end of Back to Future, he says, you you know, you have an infinite number of futures, you know, so make sure you make it a good one. You know, like, so the reality is they've gone into the future looking for this song. They're never going to find the song because obviously it takes all of your humanity and, um, they've just gone down one path mm-hmm. and they've just happened to go down the wrong path. You know, they're looking into a future that they don't want, you know, like it, it's just, and I think the realities they are, t- you know, I think it really nails at home that they are tra- traversing different realities because at the end, when they hit the infinite button and the booth goes up and it, it, you know, p- splits into a trillion other booths <laughs> and to give all that, all the instruments, you know, they're obviously going to, I don't know if they're, literally separating themselves in the one reality or whether they're going across all realities. I can't remember what they say, but... but yeah, they're you know, infinite yeah, versions yeah, of yeah. absolutely. And that, it, mm. What does he yeah, say? Like, it. I'm an infinite it, clone? I'm essentially an infinite clone of myself? Or an yeah. infinite yeah. version of myself? Infinite being, yeah. Infinite being, yeah. Infinite being. The, the, thing, the thing I liked about that bit was that by the time we got to that part of the film, I didn't really mm. care <laughs> yeah. how it happened. Me too, well. Like, they... They didn't well, but in the sense of like the just the it was because it was just one ridiculous situation sure, after yeah. another. This film, right? Like it was, and I dug it because of that. So I'm like, all right, now we're now we're in New Orleans, and now we're going to yeah. London and picking up Jimi Hendrix, it, and now we're doing this, and now we're having a conversation with ourselves in prison. Like it was just ridiculous after ridiculous, um, and. Oh, I well, forgot what I was going to say. You know, <laughs> oh yeah, be, I mean, to be fair with the time travel rules. It all really gets thrown out the door in the first movie when they introduce the concept of going to the future after it's all over with and correcting. You know what's about to happen with Captain Logan's oh, keys, yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of Bogus Journey, yeah. you know. So yeah, it it it's kind of a farce at that point anyway. Uh, <clears throat> So the infinite yeah. being thing, I think... I think that the trick is yeah. to... Well, I was just going to say, I think that whole infinite universe thing was just worth it to have Keanu Reeves say that he's an infinite being, you know, on, on camera. <laughs> oh, and I'm on board with yeah. that. <laughs> I'm completely on board yeah. with that. Yeah. On <laughs> camera, yeah, yeah. It's never recorded for history. We all sat there and went, you I knew it! it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Some, yes. something I want to go back to oh, before man. we leave. I, we've kind of got left it, but the uh, oldest Bill and Ted's, right? The oldest Bill and Ted's. Somebody pointed this out on the internet this past week. It's a like shot by shot, not necessarily remake, but an homage to 2001: A Space Odyssey. 
like you can see oh. the shots when they come in and they're looking at each other in the bed and like yeah. it's okay. really cool yeah, yeah, it's like and like didn't think about it when i watched it but they totally nailed it and it is totally purposeful yeah. and in kind of like a cool little thing <laughs> that's so good speaking of old bill and ted did everybody see the post credit scene yes yes yes, yes. oh yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> no it didn't hang around that long <laughs> oh, no, he's out on some some epic, it's so predictable, uh, classic, uh, final jam. classic Bill and Ted shredding in their old age. The, the final yeah. shred is what and it's, it's called, right? The final shred. Yeah. yeah, and it's the fact that Bill, like you know, he's he apologized because he couldn't stand anymore. He's like, I gotta yeah. sit down. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. nurse. And it's just like, oh, what a way to finish. Like, it's just, <laughs> is it still? Uh, it's, is it, it still gives you a, a feel good the guitar for him though. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, like it's the the um, the music. A lot of it was like really awesome, Timmy. I know that you had posted something about uh, I can't remember his name. One of the guys from Mastodon was in, involved a lot in the music. Well, well, so Mastodon released Rufus Lives as part of it, ah, um, right. which was when they were ascending from hell, which was that song playing. We've got to get right. out of hell. <laughs> yeah, so such a track. Yeah. Um, I love that. And the body. Yeah, oh, I love that. <laughs> that was well, anyway, I thump, 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 thump. Have people screaming. How awesome was the shot when Ted's dad gets killed and death points at him as he's yeah. falling down? Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so cool. That was the best reintroduction I, for death. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apart from the hopscotch, I thought that was the best <laughs> introduction <laughs> for death. Yeah. Um, I love, like, Obviously, like, you know, there's a lot of questions at why Dennis, uh, what's his name? Dennis Caleb McCoy, the robot, goes to hell. But why do you guys reckon the SWAT truck goes to hell as well? <laughs> Plot convenience. <laughs> Plot convenience. Straight, straight away, I was just like, when, when, he, you know, when, when, when Ted's dad uh, gets, gets killed, I'm just like, the SWAT truck goes with him. No, I, mean, I was like, what? Okay, let, let's be clear. The SWAT truck went to hell because it wasn't baptized. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving uh, on. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> but in saying that, the questions go, they all go to hell. Like, the daughters go yeah. to hell. Everybody goes to hell. Yeah. Why? Yeah, Why are all these no, no, the, 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 the hell, hell. The, the hell specific laser is totally plot contrivance right there. Totally plot contrivance. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. it, goes, it goes to like Bo's journey. Why did Bill and Ted go to hell? I mean, they weren't necessarily yeah. upstanding. I mean, they, 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 they were yeah. virtuistic, right? But, you know, yeah. it was very convenient for them to but. be sent directly to hell from Missy. Maybe, Maybe everybody goes sort of to hell until they beat death. <laughs> is that the, is that it uh, uh everyone goes to hell uh, but well you know we saw it, it was pretty much in bogus journey good looking people and like einstein and ben franklin right and station so and, yeah and two martians and two martians the only two martians to discover religion and uh, yeah it's just so weird <laughs> oh god so, Let's you and again, you guys might know more about this being experts, but uh, I was a little bummed at the lack of station in this, even even the yeah. cameo. Yeah. Um, I read somewhere, or maybe I heard it from you guys, even uh, that there's a theory that Kid Cudi. Yeah. That is right. I choose to believe this. Right. Yeah. It's mm. like a re. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, that was that was another thing. It was like Kid Cudi. Really? <laughs> yeah, I found him. He was. See, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, neither. I'm. I'm out. He of was kind of like the only character that I found a bit awkward. I, th- I, I, it was just a bit like, even to the point where I feel like his contract 
you know, would have stipulated that he's, you know, not to sing or anything. Because there's, at the end, during the, sh- the live performance, the show they're doing at MP46, you know, he, Kid Cudi, you know, yells out, um, you know, yeah. make some noise. Demons, are you ready? Something like that. But, like, his mouth doesn't move. He's just like, uh, you know, like he's, and I've obviously overdubbed it. So I'm like, I'm kind of like, I wonder what his contract yeah, this is really stipulated we- that he could and couldn't do. This is really weird because about a year ago, when he was announced that he was going to be involved in it, there was a lot of speculation. But he, like, came out on the interwebs and was like, yeah, I'm going to be on the soundtrack, dudes. Huge fan. Can't wait to be on the soundtrack. Yeah. And then, not on the soundtrack at all, except for being like role of hype man at the final concert. Sure. Yeah, no musical. Yeah, it was kind of it was a bit jarring to be honest. I found it a bit odd, but um, I mean, speaking of Kid Cudi, I I was very much on board with the idea that he was. Uh, if uh, is there any Futurama fans here? Do any of oh, you yeah. guys watch yeah. Futurama? Yeah. Okay, the Harlem Globetrotters, right? Yeah. Whenever Kid Cudi was talking about infinite quantum beings yes. and stuff, I, yeah. I went back to the Harlem Globetrotters from Futurama. That's exactly it. Hundred percent. That is exactly yeah. it. I loved it, and and I think that was that was pretty great. Now he got involved in this because he and Alex Winter met several years ago. Yep. And Kid Cudi just totally geeked out about what a huge Bill and Ted fan he was. And oh, awesome. uh, Alex Winter is also a fan of his, so they they like developed a friendship, and I think that kind of got him the the end to like be the modern day like guy that was involved. Station but, station uh, undercover is what you mean. Yeah. So so yeah. Look, maybe Kid Cudi turns <laughs> out in the future to be you know something absolutely massive like the you know the guitarist from Faith No More. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, Jim yeah. Martin. Yeah. I mean, like President Jim yeah. Martin. Just yeah. amazing. Exactly. Yeah. Who was who was actually uh, uh, hey, hey, he was, you know he was the way you guys are going in the moment. It's highly possible. <laughs> yeah, I take it. Jim, I Jim would take it. <laughs> You know, Jim Martin was... Uh, so would we. <laughs> Jim Martin was kicked out of Faith No More shortly after Bogus Journey. So keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, so just so you guys know, the answer to the lack of station in the movie, the, the plot reason is going to be addressed in Evan Dorkin's four-shot comic book that uh, the first issue just came out on. Ed Solomon is like story consultant on it. So there's four four issues that bridge the gap between bogus journey and face the music and uh, evan evan uh, yeah, Wars uh, evan uh, evan dorkin is the dude who wrote the bill and ted's most excellent comics in the 90s and did the bogus journey adaptation mm-hmm. just uh, those comics are great they're, they're really yeah. fun and way more jokey and weird than even the movies are but totally worth it uh we haven't we haven't talked much like i could i could keep sure. going with this film like the i really love the um marriage counseling yeah. scene oh, that was great oh. and just like they just weren't yeah. getting it <laughs> i but then but then really love you. but what i but but then what i dug about it is how quickly the princesses turned yes. as well to be on yes, the side <laughs> like and they're like oh no we're actually princesses you know like we've got to go time travel you know like and it was and it completely flipped the scene around yeah, yeah. to be like oh actually i you feel like they're in a much better yep. state than then then you're led to believe at the start because initially it's like you know when you see that scene you're like how is this you know you're clearly on the princess's side like <laughs> they live next door to each other they're all you know but then you go yeah but they've always done this is the way it's mm. always been like they've spent the last 25 years living like this and there hasn't you know been an outward problem 
until now. It's like, you know, this is what everybody's used to. And so the fact that the princesses sort of turned back around so quickly, I, I kind of yeah. enjoy yeah. it. And well, and I've got to ask you, you guys. Well, I was just going to say the, the payoff of, uh, you know, when they see that first version of their future selves and then they go back to the counseling session and Ted is so horrified of that future version of himself, <laughs> and he's telling his his wife yeah, like yeah. Yeah. like uh, yeah. I'm, totally I'm gonna exactly. I'm gonna drink too and much. Drink yeah, she's like you don't drink, but I will. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. <You know? laughs> and I suppose that's the first step. That's really good. Yeah. That's that you pointed that out because that's the first step on them trying to better themselves. You know, like yeah. as soon as they see a path that they don't want to be going down, you know, they immediately come back and try everything in their power to you know, make the situation better. So I suppose that's the first part of them, you know, realigning their journey to the path they want to be on. Yeah. Hmm. Agreed. Which, um, um, I was going to ask, which, which uh, versions of future Bill and Ted did you like the most out of all you guys? Like, what did you reckon? Who do you reckon was the best? Oh. So old, old Bill and Ted was like the most heartwarming, right? Like, I, I love, mm, yeah. I love seeing them there. Yeah. But man, the, the flouncy, fake british yeah. ones oh. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean it's so good where, where alex yeah. the one where alex winter is dressed like carol baskin from tiger king i don't know if you guys <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, it's just just that was the best oh. that was absolutely and the, the, best. Oh. the fact that the first question out of tez mouth was uh why do you have british accents <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that was actually oh, suggested so by good. alex and keanu that was their idea yeah. they had uh, ed and chris write that in uh, uh, oh fantastic ted yeah, nice I really like the the. the oh, I was gonna say Ted's sorry, girl, go prosthetic uh, vodka gut was pretty great. So, <laughs> oh, it was the best, <laughs> and he's like scratching it underneath yeah. it after they take, he takes the girdle off. And <laughs> I I uh, it, it 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 wasn't a direct callback, but it just felt very in the same vein when he's like when he pulls the gun on him. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, but see what happens when <laughs> I don't pull a gun on you? And he moves it away and they bolt. He's like, see? <laughs> like, Seriously, though. It had that, it had that what number yeah. am I thinking yeah. of yeah. kind yeah. of vibe. But how it. genius was the buckets on the head? Yeah. Like, to not know where you're going to go and escape? Like, a bucket on the head. Just, like, I'm sitting there going, if they know everything, like, what, what could you do? I'm sitting there, like, racking my brain of all these complex methods you could use to try and get away from yourself if you already know. But then it's like, as simple as putting a bucket on your head it's and not knowing where you're going. The it's dumbest, like, most elegant solution to that situation. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And Ted's dad watching them fall over the balcony. He's just like, what are these guys doing? Captain like, Logan, 100% mental. ready to murder his own son. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, what the hell? <laughs> oh. I was impressed that he was still in, on active Yeah, duty. sure. Like... I'm like, well, wouldn't you just be like either retired or, or at the station these days? <laughs> unless unless maybe he made the special like, trip when he heard it was his son involved. Mm, like, yeah. he's like, okay, oh, give me the because, vest. <laughs> or because he let all of the historical figures like escape out of the first movie, right? Out of Excellent Adventure. They all got away. That's like a huge red flag on his sure, file. Yeah. And he's never <laughs> been able to get promoted yeah, ever yeah. since. <laughs> Ted yeah, essentially, point, Bill and point. Ted essentially ruined his career because yeah. well, they let so many people escape out of the. And, his, yeah, and, he, and his son's on a better uh, employment um, arc than his. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His his own son yeah, possessed true. him. You know what I mean? That's got to be traumatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Yeah, so he got demoted from, you know, being an active sergeant or whatever it was in the first movie. Then he's just running training sessions in the second movie. And they're like, dude, you just keep messing up and you're just going to be a beat cop for right, now on. Right, you know? right. So- well, and then obviously his, um, you know, his ex-wife marries his son and you just can't come back from that. So. Oh, and God. look, there's a that high speech. possibility. That speech at the start. There's a huge high possibility that he lost his entire pension fund in the GFC, so he needs to keep working. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, valid. Yeah, oh, valid. Yeah, fair point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that um, the whole speech that they give at the start, where he's like, we've known Missy and yeah. Missy. <laughs> so good. That, that's one of my two favorite lines. <laughs> Kelly pointed that out, and it, it is number one. Uh, no, it's number two favorite line of the entire movie. The, number one is when uh, they ask the daughters how they're doing in hell. And it's like, you know, well, we're dead. Yeah. And in hell. Yeah, but how are you doing? And in hell. We're good. We're good. I mean, like, yeah, that was just <laughs> chef's kiss. So perfect. Yeah, I, I, like I said earlier, I grew a lot fonder of the daughters this, this second watch round. There was just a lot. There just seemed a lot more going on. Yeah. Like, and I don't know, like it, it worked. I would have loved to have seen more from the historical figures they mm. got. Uh, but... I love their relationship with each other and to, and, and as a, like you can tell that they're the same pairing as their dads. And then that relation between the four of them was how they call them dads or uncles. It's just, Oh man, it just warms my Mm. heart. I love it so much. I I found it a bit jarring with, um, the, the actress that played, um, Billy, Mm. she's the blonde one. Uh, because I'd, I'd recently, watched a movie i think it's called guns embargo i think that's how you say it guns guns akimbo, guns akimbo yeah. that's the one with daniel radcliffe uh, with dan, dan radcliffe. radcliffe right and yeah. she plays this like psycho hard case and I, I, I struggled a little bit not to see that character uh so that's probably the only gripe but that's that's on me mm. that's not on on her like i thought she did a great job in the film Damn. um but i couldn't i struggled to not see that character you know, like in the same way that we said earlier about Keanu, you right. know, you've seen him in so many roles over the years. It's hard not to see him in all these other these other roles. So, but it's pretty but, easy but, to like yeah. you can have a character. Um, so you know, Dan Radcliffe is obviously Harry Potter, but for yeah. me, Harry now, what? Uh, he's Swiss Army Man more than anything. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> he's, he's not Harry Potter anymore. He's Swiss Army Man yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'll always think of him as that. And that took that one film to banish that whole character away from my memory. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And that was a like the thing with Bridget Lundy Payne playing Billy is I was like at the when I first watched it, I'm like, oh like this it felt a bit like a bad drama class, her pretending like she had a, the Ted voice kind of thing and the mannerisms and and I, mm. I wasn't sure but then with the second viewing I just it just kind of faded a bit, like it just faded into the background and then by the th- like as when I watched it this morning I thought it actually worked. It actually works really well. She's kind of cool. And I, I, I was uh, not yeah. familiar with them at all before this movie. Like I, I knew that they had an Instagram thing, no. but I, I had never like seen them act before. So mm. I, I mm. didn't. I didn't go into that. I. Yeah. No. I didn't. I didn't see them at all either. Like it, they were. They were really good. And then Samara Weaving. I. You know, she's been in heaps of stuff, and I've missed. Yeah. I've same, missed them as same. well. Missed all of it. I. Um, I there's a lot of things that I would, I've wanted to see, but I've actually held off on watching until I watched this because <laughs> I wanted to go in with a blank slate. But mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. Um, can we talk about Dennis? Oh, oh yeah, let's talk about Dennis. Yeah, let's talk about Dennis. Let's talk about Dennis. Bloody love Dennis. 
Oh. Love him. Have you guys seen uh, yes. Barry? Huge fans. No. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Barry's amazing. It's. I think it's on Foxtel here, so it's trickier to get hold of. But um, it's um. Uh, oh, I've gone blank. Uh, Anthony Kerrigan. No, oh, no, no, no. Bill Hader. Oh, Bill, yeah, yeah. Bill Hader is Bill Hader Bill, is Bill Barry. Anthony yeah. Kerrigan. No, Sorry, Hank. yeah. Bill, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, and yeah. So Anthony Kerrigan plays this like Chechen mob boss, <laughs> and he's amazing. And and I only discovered that he was in this after oh, the wow. first watch, and so when I watched it again, I'm like, oh, actually, that is Anthony Kerrigan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, I found, I found the robot's character change really sharp. Yeah. It was very like a robot. And then all of a sudden, well, as soon as he gets to hell. Yeah. But it's cause I, cause he starts wigging yeah. out. He starts malfunctioning after like, you know, they're like, we've got the song. And then he's like, Oh, mistakes are made. <laughs> like, like, I guess it's like the, the realization of what he's done. And then he kind of glitches out yeah. that makes him, I don't know, a big softy, I guess. But you see I mean, that glitch when he kills Ted's dad, you know, like, yeah, he, it's just like, it's a shock on his face. Of, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Because <laughs> he, he starts out as such a, a hard ass. Like, you know, like initially when you see the robot and especially the first time he kind of suits up into his own kind of um, a booth, I guess you'd call it. You know, you're just like, oh, that thing's scary. And then by the end of it, you know, he's just like this, he's this pussycat of a robot who's getting, you know, Bossed around by Rufus's daughter. Right. He's a loser. That's the that's he's why a he's so loser. lovable. He's a complete loser. <laughs> I can play the tambourine. And, you know, like, oh. and I think and I think you guys you guys might have been talking about it uh, about the relationship he has with death mm-hmm. or the conversation he has with death about mm-hmm. wanting to play and how now he's the cool. Now death is the cool yeah. one, whereas before he was the awkward, weird fish out of water, the yeah, awkward character. It was, yeah. yeah. What does he say to him? Nice like, so the, the robot asks death something, and death answers him back with this, just like, "Oh, you can't, you can't." It's like you, it. you can't just rock. You have to earn the right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> something along the lines of that, it's like that. Yeah. It's so good, but um, no, I was definitely on board with the. Uh, Dennis, Dennis Caleb McCoy robot. Like, you know, I, I think I was initially, I was a bit like, oh, this might go, this might be a bit weird, but it's after he wipes out, you know, Bill and Ted's daughters and all of the historical fig- figures. And he's like, oh no, oh no. And he's kind of <laughs> like that awkwardness. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God, that's exactly how I'd react if I, <laughs> well, maybe not murdered a bunch of people. Right. But- <laughs> you know, my, my only bone to pick with, with any of that part was the fact that you have the great leader, Holland Taylor, who you find out was hey Rufus's wife, and orders the murder of Bill and Ted, and like you know, yeah. where are oh, the repercussions no. for this? You know, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, where are the consequences? <laughs> quotations around great as far as leader goes, right? Because totally, blew <laughs> yeah, it. that's right, totally blew it. <laughs> yeah. Did you like that the um the what do they call it? I had it written down here. It's the so they they're looking at the the model version of Earth with the, like the the time rings around the, it. But they the call turntable, it the, the great turntable, the turntable yeah. of time yeah. or life or something. I love it. So essentially, life is all held together by a vinyl record. Right. You know, I think that's fantastic. But I think that's you know that's where Bill and Ted movies do so well. We spoke earlier about the time travel aspects, and they did it kind of better in the first ones. But then you think to yourself, well they openly admit and show you that they're just making shit up. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they, 
Yeah. Like, yeah. particularly when Dennis is in hell and everyone's like, hey, that's weird. There's a robot in hell. Why is there a robot in hell? Right. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like we've man. already discussed... We, but there was no, there was no moment where they said, "How come the swap?" Right. Yes. Yeah. Like, really it doesn't matter. Set the yeah, precedent. That's the thing. But, like, it just. Yeah. Exactly. It, it doesn't matter. But I suppose if and, and if their clothes can go to hell, then what's to say a swap can't get? I mean, yeah, true. Can't go to hell as well. Yeah. You know. Well, I think it comes it comes around to that, uh, that attitude. You know, like they have about hiding the keys and 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 they say it at the start of this one where he's like. It's not stealing if we steal right. from ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> like there's just this, you know. But what if it? Do, what if we forget to move the keys? But we right. didn't forget. Right. Here are yeah. the keys, yeah. and we yeah. move on. Move on. Like you know, it's That's just. It. It's this yep. is just so what we're doing. You almost call it dumb logic. You know, like the bucket on the head is dumb yeah. logic, and it's just it just works. You know, like well, how would a child yeah. think of of these kind of solutions? You know, and the great thing is like I'm, that I'm logic is hear- baked into the entire universe of these films, and it it's yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm pleased to hear we're not we're not getting s- slain with uh, logical. Oh movies. man, no, 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 not with this movie. <laughs> Events. He shall. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's too much. But that's but they've but like we said, they have set up the universe so wonderfully, so wonderfully simple that you're just like okay. He- Exactly, and like, then. you know, the time continuum or whatever you would call it is malfunctioning. So you've got historical figures popping up everywhere. Like, is it is it George Washington that pops up on the therapist couch yep. just looking yes. all confused? Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, th- I found that just perfect because he's just sitting there looking around like... Anyway. <laughs> Doesn't um, Jesus turn yeah. up on the baseball field? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Babe Ruth ends up, yeah. like, in a boat. Like, no, that, that's, but even uh, like, like just yeah. suddenly in the background, you see monks appear and like you know people from ancient China appearing and all sorts of stuff like yeah. chariots that walk past Missy and Deacon and you know like just little things like that that remind you that oh yeah things are falling apart you know like yeah well you see the Hindenburg in the background at one yeah. point do you yeah, I like, didn't uh, see that yeah it's like I was like wow that's 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 a pretty good effort jeez but um. <laughs> Goodness. And then I, th- I thought probably one of the things that brought me right back to the second film was the interactions with death and just how well Will Sadler did again. Like, I just... Oh, yeah. Like, he, he it, from the moment he opened his mouth, it transported me straight back to Bogus Journey. Um, and just... And, and I actually thought when they were talking about the suing and how he was doing 40-minute bass solos and, you know, that they had broken out and all sort of stuff... <laughs> It really fit in nicely to that montage at the end of Bogus Journey about the band breaking up and not everything ended up very well. And you, mm, and at yeah. the time of Bonus Journey, you didn't really think about it. You didn't think, oh, it doesn't mean that the world, the universe wasn't saved or whatever. Mm, but now yeah. it, it yeah. fits into this timeline of, oh, yeah, like things happened and they didn't end up staying together and fixing everything. Mm. And it flows on mm. well from that. Yeah. Um, but I, Death, I thought, oh, man, I just... It it was really nice, and the and the the kids talking to him to get him around and buttering him up and stuff about his base and yeah yeah and all the death all the death related yes <laughs> yeah like <laughs> like two two pale looking, looking boogie down with Doctor like D, D. Yes. Oh. so good <laughs> yeah. like so ridiculous you know that it just seems to work but you just want well, to I give think... death a hug you know. Mm. One one thing that about the uh, just kind of going into the music um, is I actually found the the song they played at the end of Bogus Journey. I guess 
a lot more powerful than the song they play at the end of um, Face the Music. I, I kind of wish there was a bit more... I just, I guess I didn't feel as quite as inspired by the song itself yeah. at the end of Face the Music. Um, you know, like it's, it was a great song and obviously all of humanity comes together and that's what we're supposed to be focusing on as opposed to the song. But I think it would have been cool if there was a little more wailing guitars and a, a little more... I, I don't quite know how to put it, but you know what it just I think, lacked the power. Yeah, I think. what I think might have been a, a an opportunity missed was... Remember when they go and see the future dudes in Excellent Adventure and there is, mm. and they mention the cool music that's playing? Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it would have been cool if that was somehow incorporated into that song. Oh, maybe you use in time, but Robbie Rob. Yeah. Robbie Rob. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that would, yeah. Yeah, that would have been a cracking song. <laughs> and yeah, oh, song. obviously there's, there's copyright issues there and all that sort of stuff, but I just. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I just thought. If only we knew like a copyright lawyer or something. Yeah, true. But how <laughs> cool would it be if it tied back to the fact that they heard that song the first yeah. time yeah. they went yeah, to the Yeah, that would have been cool. Anyway. But look, I mean, I did, I did dig the song. I, I think it still did very well. Like, you know, the, the whole when they're shredding guitars yeah. and like the powers mm-hmm. coming out of the guitar oh, so and all the, all the beings are going back to their realities. And look, you know, I have to admit that going back a little bit before that, like when they hit the infinite button and the booth shoots up into the air and I think there's some guitar playing there and then it splits into all the pieces. I was just like, oh my God. I was like, this is amazing. And it was yeah. it was very Metalocalypse. I don't know if yeah. you've all seen yeah. Metalocalypse. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was very Metalocalypse. <laughs> Less deaths. Yeah, and I'm... Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, this is this, this is really cool. That kind of felt like the crescendo to me is when all the booths split apart. That felt like the big moment to me as opposed to the part where they were actually on stage together playing guitar. Yeah. It was just, yeah, it was just weird. I couldn't quite fit, sure. fit where the, the big dramatic moment was supposed to happen. But I, look, I still really yeah, dug I, the scene. I, but. I think it was supposed to be when Bill and Ted join in and play at the end. And sure. yeah. if yeah, you actually definitely. check out the soundtrack and, and listen to the track Face the Music, that track mm. totally clicks when the two guitars that Bill mm. and Ted start playing come in. I think that yeah. is right. supposed to yeah. be it. Coming. Um, and 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 you maybe I was just too distracted looking yeah. at other stuff. Yeah, and then just seeing Billy and Thea kind of put it all together and direct the group, I thought was you know that was their big moment, right? Yeah, mm. I, I got to talk about yeah. my one big gripe. The one thing that I wish they would have done a little bit differently because Go for it. like I, I think this is uh, could have been so much better, or at least a little better. The fact that when they go to the future and, and speak to the great leader, and she refers to it as a song by Preston Logan, she didn't have to say that. Mm. She could have said a song performed by Wild Stallions. Mm-hmm. But as soon yeah, as she said Preston sure. Logan, you're like, oh, okay, it's the daughters, you know. <laughs> and once you knew the daughters were in it, like uh, there was a lot of speculation oh. that they were going to be the ones to save the the world. But yeah, I didn't pick up on that at all. Oh, actually. Wow. Nah, yeah, it didn't. I, it didn't even click. I think I just maybe I was just so open slather and such a blank state coming into this movie. I was like, I'm not going to think about anything. I'm just going to take it all as they deliver it to me. Cool. And, uh, no, that's yeah, great. I didn't pick a, but that moment yeah. where they have the realization where they're like, oh, it's you. You're like, I think maybe I did pick it up earlier, mm. maybe midway through the movie. But that moment where it's fine, they finally, when Bill and Ted finally realize, and I was just like, I love that. Yeah. I, I'm so on board that it is the daughters and not. Bill and Ted themselves, mm-hmm. like uh, I thought that was really awesome. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't, so didn't get it. So why do you think? I mean, you know, Brad, you've been pretty quiet, but, <laughs> which is reasonable. Why do you think this? Is it just that we're all so much closer to the original Bill and Ted's that this one worked for us? Like, because it, 
really, it's a. I guess it's pretty. It's a pretty standard sort of passing the torch reboot or or sequel. You know, like how come this one worked for us, whereas say uh, an Indiana Jones didn't do you know what i mean like well i think it's because it's it's just a silly movie you know like i think with indiana jones you know it's trying to be serious it's trying to be more dramatic it's trying to be more this it's like it's it's just trying to throw so much at you of more 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 whereas bill and ted kind of it's like face the music sorry just kind of followed the same kind of platform of just stupid you know like as brad once said it just reset the stupid you know like it's it's a dumb film you don't take it seriously but it's wonderful somehow. Like, does that make sense? It does. It's it does. Mm. I, I think what worked yeah. for me is like, you look at the Indiana Jones thing, or you look at force awakens, right. And they're trying to retell story beats from the earlier movies. Like you look at uh, mm. kingdom of the crystal skull, right. And the, the fridge get nukes, but all the Indiana Jones movies start mm. out with like an unrelated heist or some other unrelated anecdote from Indiana Jones's yeah. career and then move on. It follows a, a similar story beat. This was its own movie. I mean, it's Bill and Ted, and it's got the same characters, but it wasn't, with the exception of the daughters going back and collecting the musicians, that had a little bit of a parallel where you spend more story time with Hendrix and with um, uh, Armstrong. Armstrong. Yeah, sorry. Uh, And then the rest of them, you just see them collect. Like, that had a parallel, but the rest of it was a different movie. They were doing something different. I think that's why it worked. The thing is with the characters, like, so we get a little bit of a story of Jimi Hendrix and Armstrong before they collect them. And then when we collect them, it's basically just, they don't say anything again. And it's, it's yeah, Amadeus yeah. is, is the one that's, you know, doing the things um, from then on. Yeah, that's Very true. Because he, he gets a lot of, yeah. a lot of great lines. That's a funny actor. Funny as, actor. Well, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like he kicks up a stink when he sees a robot in <laughs> oh, hell. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Terrific. The only other thing that, and Jules, you mentioned at the start of this that you almost uh, burst into tears towards the end. The one thing, the one moment that kind of got me a little watery eye was when Ted's dad finally acknowledged to Ted that it all kind of happened. And then Ted hugged him. He's like, oh, thanks, Dad. And he's like, (laughs) but then you. And you're immediately turned off when he when Bill's like thanks you know and he's like I wasn't talking to you <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't talking to you like, right back in real life. Oh, so good <laughs> so good oh, but man. I just thought that moment was oh. was great considering every movie you have just Ted's dad just being so disappointed in his own son and mm-hmm. you yeah. know um, and finally you kind of have that moment where they're both standing in hell. And, yeah. <laughs> And, and that's all it took. It was so simple. Yeah. So, and the only other, <laughs> to just be the only other thing I wanted to point out that I found hilarious and comp- it was nice and subtle, but it was hilarious that probably the most the, the f- most famous historical figure ever, Jesus, they gave him a cowbell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Just great. Valid. Oh, he's, yeah. And he's, he's working, working it too. Working he's like, <laughs> Actually, talking of historical figures, just before we kind of start to wrap up, um, I I wasn't sure about who Ling Lun Ling Lun was, and apparently she or he. I didn't actually figure I, out if it was a she I, or a he, but obviously the movie yeah, depicts it as a I she. I think it's because that person is so far dated back that there's different interpretations. Yeah, it's all, yeah. 
sort of mythological mm-hmm. kind of thing. But apparently Ling Lun were introduced uh, music to ancient China. Yeah. That's so cool. Created yeah. the uh, flute. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I don't know nice. who Grom was. Grom totally, was made totally made up. Totally made up. Totally made up. Totally made up. There was. I was wondering yeah, if there was a, you know, some some prehistoric character playing ribs of, of animals conquered. You know, uh, goes back to the two thousand and one. Yes. No, I, I thought. Oh, yeah. I thought Werner Herzog found Grom in a cave in France. Right? Is that? Yeah, I think okay. so. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Well, boys, we are absolutely kicking on in time here, mm. and considering there are infinite time uh, parallels we're kicking on in all of them <laughs> that was my attempt uh, you've been waiting to use well, no it just came to me there so I like it. Uh, we can't really share the universe though because i mean because it is it's the bill and ted universe irrefutable done, done. irrefutable, yeah. irrefutable. Yeah. <laughs> i say well we, let's just I, I say we go on to rating the film what do you reckon absolutely now Jason Kelly, are you guys uh, aware with our rating system? No, break it down Maybe for us, please. Maybe give us a rundown. Oh, sure. Can do. Well, as you'd be aware that uh, we base our podcast on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, the most triumphant of the three, I would say. Um, and basically, we rate all films against it. So in a percentage system, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure receives 100%. Um, and thus, comparing to Bill and Ted, how does the current film we're reviewing fit into that so it can be over it can be could be 150 could be two could be whatever nothing could um, nothing could get above 100 percent unless it was also bill and ted's excellent adventure so <laughs> well so you could go you could, could, go you could yeah. if you particularly love the we've, film. we've had we've had a zero but not much and we've had a negative infinity okay right. yeah so, I think we've gone up to probably 300 was our highest rating so, so what, what got 300 what got 300 uh, it was actually a listener request. The listener, I, I feel like it, it was yeah. like Rick Gerbs or something. I'm not too sure, yeah. but he, someone requested a film and they gave it 300% compared to Bill and Ted's excellent I mean, so look, convention. clearly the rating system has some scientific backing. I think I, I gave Fast and the Furious. Yeah. I mean, we don't talk to that person. <laughs> I think I gave Fast and the Furious a negative a billion. And I gave, <laughs> yeah, mother, like. I gave mother a negative infinity. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Brad's, Brad's chirpy, as you can tell. So. <laughs> He's a chirpy fella. So. Well, who wants to start us off? Brad, Brad. get it over with. All right. Compared to mm. Bill and Ted's, it's it's not going to be high. It's going to be five. Five percent. Whoa. Mm. That, five. man, that is Savage. way down there. If you held up, you know, Excellent Adventure and Face the Music, it's just not even a question. Yeah. You know, which one are you going to choose? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a very, very, very simple, no thought intended, no needed, just straight Excellent Adventure. <laughs> So what you're yeah. saying so, is you really liked it. I re- really loved it. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> Five out of a hundred no, times he's going to pick one. Not impressed with this film at all. Like, yeah. Wow. So that's my rating. Once we, uh, once we all, once we all get let out of this, Irene, we all get back together and we watch this together because I think that might shift. Can I be yeah, properly yeah. shit face drunk? <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. Done. I mean. You can be you can be Ted do, drunk. Do, <laughs> nice. Uh, Will, do, you, exactly. do you guys have do you have drive-in movie theaters in Australia? Dri- we do. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah. A couple, that's where yeah. we, we we hosted like a a premiere of the movie on the Saturday after it came out, and I got to yeah, say nice. that was my third viewing, and it awesome. just came together nicely. So awesome. That might work. Awesome. Yeah. 
we can't go 5Ks for about okay. yeah. so. one day. <laughs> one day. Uh, sure. Timmy- um, I look, it's up there. I, I think I when we did our episode 69 and when we did Bogus Journey, I, I think I gave Bogus maybe 95-ish, something around there. I reckon I give this about 90. I reckon I'm, I'm well on board and I can't wait to watch these back-to-back-to-back. Yeah. Uh, look, I'll go next. I'm, I, I think for, for me, like I, I love this movie. I think I might have liked this more than Bogus Journey to be what? honest. What? Yeah, yeah, I reckon. <laughs> You're There's insane. something about it. You're Maybe insane. I just hyped myself up, but like I can't remember what I gave Bogus Journey. But I reckon I'm gonna give this ninety nine percent. Yeah, I reckon it's, it's honestly it's not the original. But I reckon it's there, ninety nine percent. I reckon obviously, excellent adventure still leads the way. But um, like I, I really was just really on board with this movie. I just had a, such a fun time with this movie, you know. So, mm. all right, we'll we'll finish on you guys. I'll I'll duck in and then we'll finish strong on the yeah. yes. But I'm I'm kind of the same. I'm like at the moment because it's fresh, it's really high. It's it's not excellent adventure. I think that's still still the strongest one. Like I, I, at the moment, I do feel like this is the weakest one out of the three, but because it's so fresh and and interesting and and it is really high, so I'll sit at like ninety eight. I think uh, I, I expect that'll drop a little bit as time goes, but uh, yeah, I had a I had a stunning time with this last night. It was uh, it was good stuff. Mm. Here we go. <laughs> All right, most boys. most triumphant guests. Well, uh. For myself, um, you know, I'm an excellent adventure guy at heart. That's always been my favorite of of the two before this one. So with that at 100%, you know, and Bogus for me would probably be about a 90. Uh, I'm going to give Face the Music an 85. I'm going to do it an 85 for me. I think uh, I love it. If you you put a gun at my head to rank it, I would still have it as my third favorite. But please, please don't uh, put a gun at my head. (laughs) (laughs) We live in Australia. We don't have guns. This is Australia. Oh, that's right. America, man. Uh, (laughs) Um, I'm going to say uh, there's a little bit of an external factor for my rating in the fact that I've got a seven-year-old daughter, and she's seen all the Bill and Ted movies, and she's absolutely gaga over the daughters in this movie and the fact that the daughters save the world. And so, like on our movie nights, she's like, awesome. "Let's watch Face the Music again." And the fact that it's the fact that it's got my seven-year-old daughter so into Bill and Ted, I I got to put it at like a ninety-seven. If if it's me yeah, on my own, that. it's like ninety to ninety-five. I really like it. I think it's a strong entry, but right now ninety-seven. Nice. How good is that? That's awesome. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Glad to have brought that average down. <laughs> just a tad well, you know, look, if, if on a means test I get deleted scene. anyway so it doesn't matter. it's good to have a varying opinion you know like it's like if everybody's sure. just on board with it it kind of can lead to a conversation that's not quite as interesting um, sure. but because yeah. you know. yeah. we gave Brad plenty of space to air his grievances <laughs> yeah. Jules you could just delete his stream and it's like he wasn't here yeah, that's it. We'll have a conversation with no Brad. Yeah, look, unfortunately, Brad couldn't make it today. Fantastic. Well, I mean, I was—I I just wanted to say that I appreciate the critical think piece that this is. You know, this episode yeah. will be. <laughs> yeah, gentlemen, Absolutely. it's it's so nice to talk about Bill and Ted with somebody besides Kelly. Um, I, I know. Really, I know. Really, really right. <laughs> yeah. Finally. 
I'm, I'm just happy to talk to another adult at the moment. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, conversations with a three-year-old is it's it's great and everything, but there's only so much Paw Patrol you can talk about. Oh my god! Oh, oh my no. god! Um, uh, yeah, you want plot? You want plot? Character development? <laughs> well, at least Blue, Bluey's much better. Bluey's at least got some decent characters. All right, let's wrap this up. I think. Um, Safe to say, San Dimas today, guys. Jace and Kelly, it's really great having you guys on. Um, it's yeah, it's as, as we've just discussed. It's awesome just to speak to other people about Bill and Ted who love it. So, um, thank you guys so much. This has been a delight. Yeah, and this look, is a real blast. Before, before we complete, sorry, go Kelly. Oh, I was gonna say that I, this is a real blast. I know for Jason and I, this is a Saturday night right now, and we're we, it, it couldn't have worked out better for us. So. Uh, uh, to talk to awesome. not just like one other person, but four other people about Bill and Ted. Incredible. <laughs> Delightful. Yeah, that's awesome. Before, <laughs> that's um, great. before we move on, do you want to just let where people you, know where... how they can get a hold of you and listen to your content and all that sort of thing? Oh, man. Well, we are, we, San Dimas today is streaming, uh, you know, wherever you get your most excellent podcasts, but uh, you can go to sandimastoday.show and then we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Sandimas Today. So. Not hard. And it's totally worth it. Like, you guys have interviewed heaps of people, very prominent dudes, like um, Missy and Napoleon, and you've covered the writers and other producers, and you guys have really dug in hardcore. Put us to shame, yeah. Stunning to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. We did ask Keanu to come on today, but unfortunately, had a scheduling conflict. He couldn't make it. He's a busy man. Yeah. He's a busy man, you know? Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Trust me, I know. But oh, you guys have been trying to get him on too. Uh. Yeah, yeah, I bet you have, yeah. Yeah, but you guys have legitimately been trying to get him on. <laughs> oh, God. Um, fantastic. Now, um, I, I've no idea what we're doing next episode, Al. Tim, Tim where Thank can you, you find us? Um, pretty much the same on all your podcatchers. Uh, Sandame School of Film on Facebook. You can send us an email, sandamesfilm at gmail.com. Please request... We love requests. It means we don't have to choose films. Um, makes it easier. So do freaked. Yeah, that's the official request for yeah, next, next movie. You're that. on the list. The extensive list. You're on the list. Um, <laughs> so yeah, get in touch with us, just like the Sandemans today guys have just done. Um, now, Al, next episode. What are we doing? Next episode, I got a. I got a listener. Nice. <laughs> Kermit's name has come out. Oh, of nice. Uh, and it's a cracker. I know uh, Tim and Jules, you guys are going to be climbing the walls for this one, and I'm certainly not shy of this film either. Uh, what, what about me, Al? 90. <laughs> Don't worry about you, Brad. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you'll hate it. You'll hate it. <laughs> Take a week off, pal. Okay. <laughs> 98. Oh, my wheelhouse. Uh, oh, 97. 97. Uh, we're going to go and see the satirical sci-fi action Starship Troopers. You know what? I'm amazed it's taken this long for this film to end up on it on the it's, show. It's on my list. Yeah, it's on, it's on everyone's list. I'm pretty sure it's on all our lists, and I'm pretty sure it's on a lot of Verhoeven, man. But... Verhoeven. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. That's so great. How has it taken so long for this? They've just aligned the planets. Would you like to know more? We've come out of... So we've come out of quite a serious uh, stretch of films and we're really going to hit home with uh, some genre-spanning uh, sure. interesting stuff. Yeah, Awesome. <laughs> we're really flipping the coin. Great. 
Rock and roll. Awesome. Well, oh, I'm, I'm stoked. I'd like to record it tomorrow, but we can't. So, um, <laughs> and look, until then, again, thanks to the San Dimas today, guys, for coming on board. We look forward to more of your content in the future. Maybe there's a Bill and Ted 4 coming. Who knows? Um, <sighs> let's, no, let's, no, I don't yeah, we're, we're good. Um, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, thanks for coming on board, guys. And, um, yeah, we'll see everyone next episode for Starship Troopers, You Beauty. Be excellent to your ears and potty on dudes. Thank <laughs> you.